For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. And I'm Catherine Daly. You are listening to Daybreak. On the last day of the 146th Managing Board of the Prince, the paper's upper management reflects on their year at the helm of the paper. It's Saturday, December 31st. At the beginning of this year, we introduced our listeners to the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Today, we're checking back in with upper management as their term comes to an end. Beginning January 1st, the paper will be in the hands of the 147th Managing Board. I'm Marie Rose. Uh, For the last year, I've been the editor-in-chief. I'm Tanvi. I'm one of the managing editors. I'm Caitlin, one of the managing editors. My name is Omar. I'm also one of the managing editors. And I'm Zachariah. I'm another one of the managing editors. The managing editors and editor-in-chief work closely together to handle the administrative and editorial tasks of running a college newspaper, which is a lot of work. We asked them to share what it was like getting to know one another as they took their new roles last January. I mean, I think it's funny because not all of us knew each other before we started working together. So I remember there was one night early on in January where I think all of us Emmys got together in the newsroom and had a night together in which we, like, for the first time broke the ice and, like, started talking about what we wanted to accomplish. I remember that <laughs> night happening. I, I, the first time that I met Tanvi or Omar was... Um, via Zoom, like in any in any serious yeah. sense, we when we I mean about a year ago, but December we were trying to pick our head editors for various sections, and we had like spent dozens of hours in over that winter break on on Zoom together, and that's <coughs> that's how I really came to know uh, these two, and I I knew Caitlin a little bit beforehand, but I I remember the first Zoom meeting we had the five of us uh, where we were sort of doing introductions, and I was absolutely terrified because I was so worried about how the dynamics would play out and making sure that everyone would be on the same page. And I remember pre-writing in my notes app an icebreaker question. (laughs) Um, I wrote, ask them what snacks they would want in the newsroom. (laughs) And then I asked that, and I think Zach was the first one to answer. And he said, like, I want, like, honey mustard pretzels or something. And then there was, like, an awkward silence. Super controversial, if you ask me. You don't like my Wordos Originals. I didn't know you didn't like my honey mustard pretzels. I don't like any of the snacks that Zach likes. Sour Patch <laughs> no, Kids real. is a unanimous favorite, though. Sour Patch Kids, I think everyone likes. Caitlin does not look like she yeah. likes Sour Patch Kids. I could definitely do a Sour Patch Kids. But I think, like, it's that not... just dishonest. No, it's true. But honest, it's not your question, but I think that, honestly, like, we were... We didn't know each other that well, but, like, the, the like, intimacy and proximity and, like, the way that we love each other now is just insane and I don't think any of us could have foreseen it because like what really stuck out to me about us getting to know each other is like our first like time all five of us being in person just like played music and talked and I like got to know these people as like people versus as like but already we'd already been through so many like stressful and exciting moments on zoom together and now it was like oh they're also people but that weird like intimacy and like that has continued for the last year of being like five people who've been put in really like intense and also really exciting situations has continued. I feel like the, the background is that the pen, like we were the first post pandemic board. So we didn't regularly hang out in the newsroom before. It, it, it's not that I wouldn't have wanted to know these wonderful right. people. It's just that that wasn't a real possibility. I mean, it was, it was, a, it took a long time, I think, for us to like, I think one of the great successes of, of our board, not to toot our own horn too much, but like newsroom culture is back. And that, mm-hmm. that's what I remember most about what the Prince was like my freshman and sophomore years. The members of upper management have worked behind the scenes to edit all of the pieces the Prince published in 2022. I asked each of them to share one piece or area of coverage they were proud of. You can read some of the pieces they mentioned in the show notes below. 
obviously there are so many pieces I'm proud of. If I if I had to pick just one off the top of my head, there was a piece we published over the summer by our newsletter editor, and she's also an amazing news staffer named Amy that was an investigation into sort of a seven-year-long saga in the School of Architecture um, around a particular dean who was eventually fired from the university. And I was really, really proud of that piece, not only because it was multiple prints managing boards in the making, and Amy finally got it to the finish line, but also because of how often these kind of conversations around academic freedom and sort of faculty controversy turn to sort of flashy headlines that aren't actually substantive and I think Amy did a really really phenomenal job and all all the editors all the work that went into that our incredible photo team did a really phenomenal job of capturing a story that was actually really really complex and nuanced um, and getting that across in a way that wasn't trying to was trying to tell a a true and complicated story of something significant that had happened on campus. Mine is more a collection of stories. I think that the most recent Black Voices issue was particularly satisfying as an experience for me because it felt like the completion of kind of my arc at this institution. The very One of the very first stories I wrote was about Black activists at the seminary. And then after that, I wrote about the BGL. And I think something that I've been focused on throughout my time here is trying to aim a spotlight on the Black community. And I think that being able to do that in the way that we accomplished through the special issue was so meaningful to me on a personal level. And I think getting to see people's reaction to that issue has been a highlight for me of this year. Julian, when our current head sports editor and soon to be managing editor of the 147th board um, has written this like gorgeous, almost 4,000 word investigation following the Princeton swim and dive teams um, in light of controversy surrounding Leah Thomas's participation in collegiate and national and international competition as a transgender woman swimmer and Julia just like what started off as like a really simple piece that was just supposed to be kind of summarizing an international ruling turned out to be this really complex narrative about different conversations that were happening on campus how this national and international conversation has personally played out at a Princeton level and just has like so incredibly captured the voices of so many different stakeholders that are related to this story and it is such a complicated story to tell and it has taken many many hours of work but I'm like so honored to have been gotten to work with her so closely on this and just to see kind of like it's kind of special because post-COVID like it's also the return of sports and like to see kind of our sports sections shine in this new investigative light is also amazing and I'm um, so excited to see what she continues to do as a managing editor and what the rest of the board continues to do. I'm most proud of the work by Alan Shen, a senior news writer who for the past few years has been the Daily Princetonian's beat obituary writer. Um, We do a lot of important work here at The Prince, but I think Alan has undoubtedly taken on some of the hardest stories we've had to cover, and he always does them with such skill and grace, and I'm, I'm very thankful for what he does. Annie Rupertis is a extremely talented uh, reporter who covers USG. She manages to make me care about undergraduate student government in a way that I've I've never I've never cared about before. In particular, I'm I'm really impressed by the way that she handled um, a a referendum campaign that happened in um, March and April of last year, which was just really immersive. Uh, and comprehensive coverage of the arguments that were being made. It was a story that 
that received national and, in fact, international attention. Um, and Annie's reporting was consistently the, the strongest that I read and really captured, I think, both the mood on campus and the actual nuances that existed uh, within the campus discourse. To wrap up the episode, I asked the outgoing upper management about their experiences working so closely with one another and what they enjoyed most about the experience. My favorite part about the five of us um, is that like these are four people that I genuinely don't think I would have met on this campus otherwise without like this this very very special community that we get to be a part of and that for the last year we've gotten to lead like we all have such different upbringings such different like experiences such different community on communities on campus but like there are no four people that I trust the opinions of more like some of the stuff our listeners readers have seen some of the stuff they haven't but like over the last year we have been through incredibly hard moments together and I think like I have gotten to also experience like some of the most like transformative and exciting and like amazing moments with like four people and we've had the unique opportunity to have like a platform that very few students on this campus have and it like truly has been such a privilege to lead this organization with these four amazing and hilarious individuals. Genuinely, a priority I had was for the newsroom to be a fun place to be. And I think that these four people um, made that mission incredibly easy to accomplish. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, we do cover really important things, a lot of which have been mentioned in this episode and serious things often. But we're also just a student group that needs to be able to have fun together. And, you know, celebrating each other's birthdays, celebrating big moments like publishing an exciting piece or celebrating a big mistake. Honestly, one of my favorite moments this entire year. Uh, was a moment Caitlin and I shared in the newsroom, um, I think in around March, when we realized that due to no one's fault, a newsletter had been prematurely sent out and it had many mistakes in it and also just funny things. And I remember just, for whatever reason, finding that moment so funny (laughs) Um, and just it it kind of broke the ice uh, for for everyone to just take a second and be like, oh my gosh, like, what are we doing here? This is hilarious. Some of my favorite memories from this board happened on Wednesday night, which is when we get together and edit the print issue and send it off to the publisher. Um, Contrary to what some people might think, it doesn't just pop into existence on Friday morning. It's a, you know, an effort from many people and, you know, being in the newsroom and seeing our copy editors work on pieces and our section editors you know, give their insight and then our print designers particularly Juliana and Dimitar putting together this beautiful product that celebrates the work we've done that week is always just such a, a proud moment for me and then you know seeing all the names on the masthead and all of the different bylines just reminds me that it is a collective thing we're doing here it's not just one person typing something up and putting it out there. Um, The Prince really is a community, and I'm, you know, that comes to mind most frequently on Wednesday nights. As much as I, like, echo the sentiment of, like, our newsroom culture and, like, the moments we've had together in this particular building, I think some of my favorite memories with these people happened outside of it. I think something that has warmed my heart is the way that you guys have all shown up for me in the things that I do outside of the newsroom. So I remember um, at my first art exhibition that I did, 
here like seeing all of like they all showed up tommy brought flowers like they were all wa- they, they all walked around for like 30 plus minutes zach was like super into it and asking me a ton of questions and that i don't know i think it was moments like that that really solidified our relationships and when we came back to work together i don't know it just meant a lot to me and not to mention our visits to applebee's which have become quite iconic <laughs> I would just like to add that I think our friendship was really made over shark bowls. So shout out to Applebee's. Something that I think a lot of us struggle with in this organization um, is um, how serious to to take ourselves in any given moment. Um, A lot of us jokingly call this place the newspaper club um, because just like an acapella club or, or anything else, the vast majority of the time is not actually about the performance that happens for us Friday morning or when we press publish at midnight. But it's actually, you know, the process is really what it's all about. It's about building community among um, our 300 plus staffers. It's about uh, spending time together, uh, becoming journalists. Uh, what does it mean to be a student journalist? And at the same time, I think there are times where the work that we do is extremely demanding and extremely rewarding and is public facing and has the ability to make real change and impact in the communities. Um, stories that um, all five of us have worked on in the last three and a half years as, as editors and writers of The Prince, I would like to say, have had that impact. And so I think what's been great about working with these, with these four people is that we, I think we, we all work together to, to balance um, Newspaper Club and the Daily Princetonian. And the weightiness and the seriousness of, of what it means to be the paper of record, this historic record, this, this community paper, and at the same time, what does it mean to be a student organization? Um, what does it mean to be a group of 300 students who hang out together five nights a week and um, we try to put something together that, that makes us happy? The 147th Managing Board of the Prince will take over on January 1st. That's all for Daybreak today. Thanks to the 146th Managing Team. Today's episode was written by me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. And I'm Catherine Daly. Happy New Year!